like reading an outline. Yeah. It was like reading an outline that hadn't been like fleshed out and written. I almost wonder if they like cannibalized a book. Maybe. For this short story or something. Maybe. Because, yikes. It was bad. There was no like descriptive elements to this at all. It was literally like Nancy goes here, she finds this. Then Nancy goes here, and then she does this. And it's like, there's, there's no, there's no mis, there's no mystery. There's no like literally, they like tell it to you. Yeah. They tell you like Nancy goes here, she finds this clue, she thinks this. Then and and there's no, there's no twist. There's no, nope. we think it might be this person. No, it's all we just. We go in and we immediately solve it. We confront the bad guy and that's it. There are three characters other than Nancy and Carson. Huh. Maybe maybe well, somebody in town at the store where she Bess goes and George to. Well, yeah, but Bess and two. George, but like other uh, three yeah. suspects. But not really, so. Sort of three right. suspects. Two of them are sort a couple, of. so it's like yeah, anyway. <sighs> All right. Yeah. So, happy Halloween, regular Drews. <laughs> Oh my god. Next year we will get we will get something better. Yes. Because this is a disappointing Halloween episode. Yeah. Very 2022 vibes, I have to say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feels kind of appropriate yeah. for this year. I don't know. That's a shame. Um yeah. You really want us to turn around at the end of the year, but just... Oh well. Um I'm just looking at Here the summary. This it's is... like two pages. So, <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, uh, welcome. I hope you're having a spooky Halloween. Yes. We certainly will be. Yes. Um, Corey and I have a little get together planned, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, there will be a murder. Yes. Um, that we will be solving. So yeah, maybe we'll share a little bit on Patreon about that. Um. We've been planning so our costumes for months. Look forward to that. <laughs> yes. Meticulously. Halloween is my favorite holiday, Corey. Yeah. How does it rank to you? Oh, it's pretty up there. It's pretty up there. Yeah. yeah. Pretty up there. The thing is, it's just, it's candy, no familial obligation. It's just, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. There's also no, there's really no obligation to anyone. Like, it's perfectly acceptable to just stay inside and watch movies and order pizza on Halloween. Absolutely. What other holiday? Is that acceptable? None of them. Not even Valentine's Day. Pressure to go out and do something on Valentine's right? Day. You know what I mean? Should be a state holiday where you like everybody gets the day off. Go be mm, spooky. Definitely. Run into the woods definitely. instead of working. Like it's on a Monday this year, yeah. which is super lame. Wow. That's super lame. So it just fits the vibe of this book, I guess. But well, if you've already had your Halloween party, I hope it was incredible and very spooky. Yes. And I hope you ate lots of candy. Yes. Very much candy. As much candy as you could possibly fit into your body without throwing up. That's how much candy I hope you have. Yes. And not a bite or, more. You know, whatever level of candy you would want. Don't throw up. That yeah. doesn't sound fun. Yeah, don't throw up. Anyway. Although, I might be... Oh, no. <laughs> but not from candy. Just, okay. just alcohol. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. No puking. We will no not, puking this we year. We will not take it to that level. Mm-mm. It doesn't need to be no. that extreme. No. Okay. No. I'm going to avoid the sugary drinks and only eat the sugary food. Yes. That's the key to everything, yes. isn't it? That's the key. It's the key. Don't drink your sugars, everyone. That's the key. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> Pro tip. Welcome. 
regular Drews, we are going to be discussing uh, The Greenhouse Ghost Mm -hmm. today, which is a Nancy Drew ghost story. Published in 1983. (laughs) Yes, same collection as the Ghost Dog one, so uh, sorry for the the letdown. You might remember that from last year. It being worse than the Um, Ghost Dogs, yep. Yeah, it's definitely worse than Ghost Dogs Moon Lake. What a shame. I would, yeah. I, I think overall, I I think this is the worst Nancy Drew story I've ever read. Yeah, that's yeah, I agree. Uh, and that is saying something, regular Drews, because you will remember other such standout, um, <laughs> terrible Nancy Drew stories, such as Secret in the Old Lace, um, Mystery of Crocodile Island, Uncivil Act. Um, Oh, uncivil acts. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's so there have been some bad ones. Yeah, the whole girl detective series. <laughs> um, but this one is the worst. And unfortunately not because it's spooky. Um Oh just because it lacks the spook bad. that we need. It, <laughs> it's just it's too straightforward to even really be a mystery. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's not a mystery. Do you remember last Thanksgiving when Nancy did the, like, cooking mystery in the Thanksgiving cookbook? Or not Thanksgiving cookbook. The Nancy Drew cookbook that we did for Thanksgiving last year where we read the... Mm-hmm. Oh, Nancy found the missing jewelry in the cupcake. It had fallen off her hand and into the batter and it got <gasps> baked into the thing. And it was like a one-page thing. I think thing. I'm blocking that out. Oh. It uh, <laughs> because the food was so gross. It was really bad. But this this felt like that. It was like it. the same pace of like Nancy heard this, so she ran in the other room and she solved it, and that was the mystery. Like, all right, really? literally, that's it. Yeah, this is worse though. So, uh, do we even want to do three words, <laughs> or should we just tell it to you? <laughs> I don't think we have time for that. I think it would take more or take less time to just do the summary. You know? <laughs> yes. So let's just tell you about it. Okay. So uh, our story starts with Carson telling 18-year-old Nancy Drew that he's going to buy our house. Not just any Um, house. (laughs) A huge freaking mansion. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But only if she can solve the mystery of the ghost haunting its greenhouse, apparently. Um, Apparently, this greenhouse in this, you know, estate or whatever was famous for producing these orchids and the owners, the LaForges had a profitable business there selling orchids. Fortunately, at some point, someone smashed all the windows of the greenhouse, destroyed the flowers and generally caused havoc. And Mrs. LaForge died of a heart attack, presumably from the stress of this situation and with her husband dying not long soon after. So Now their children want to sell the estate, but potential buyers keep getting scared away by this quote-unquote greenhouse ghost. I'm trying to make it spooky because literally there's there's not going to be any spook unless I make it spooky. So (laughs) it's not a bad start, but this is like the best part of the whole story. Just like yeah, it's just leading up to finding out nothing. Yeah. Um, so Carson, who is the executor of this estate, wants Nancy to help him investigate to get this house sold, right? Although I, I honestly, I guess he was joking with selling, with buying the house for Nancy, but I don't really know. I would have to assume because later she's like, oh, when I live here, I'm going to have this, like, like what? Nancy. But well, and Bess and George like tease her about like living here with Ned. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, (laughs) it's just weird. weird. This whole thing is weird. Uh, this definitely feels like a um, Harriet Stratemeyer special. <laughs> Do you think so? Oh, no. Just, 
It does. Anyway, do you want to? Oh, it? sure. Yeah. So Carson, Nancy, and Togo, for whatever reason. Togo! They, yeah. Actually, I take it back. Togo is a redeeming quality yes. of this mystery. Togo's in it. Very, very <laughs> true. Very true. Uh, so they drive out to the property. Um, on the way, Nancy mentions that her personal florist, because obviously she keeps one at the ready for her flor- <laughs> floral, floral needs. Uh, she mentions that her florist told her that Mr. LaForge had been trying to develop this secret formula to produce this like deep blue orchid color. Um, and he was very, very close to figuring it out when he died so suddenly. Uh, so once they get to the ca- uh, couch, I almost said the couch. Once they get, once it, once they get to the house, yeah. We want to be on a couch right now. (laughs) Once Nancy gets to the house, uh, or once they get to the house, Nancy finds that the house is actually massive. Um, The floral business occupies one entire wing of the house. Um, The gardener and his wife occupy the other wing of the house, and then the main part of the house was where the LaForges actually lived. Um, They do meet the gardener. His name is Joe Hendricks, and Kiki, his assistant. Nancy makes this weird, like, racial comment of like, yes. that sounds Polynesian. Are your fa- mm. Is your family from there? Yes. And then they just move on. And that, like, why? Okay. Anyway. <sighs> it was weird. Um, but that's, that's his, uh, his gardening assistant. Um, and together they show them the greenhouse. And Joe assures them, yeah, we've heard the ghost story. It's just a rumor. It's weird. Don't think anything of it. There's no ghost. Um, there is a room though in the greenhouse that is marked no admittance and Kiki says that that is like an experiment room, um, and won't elaborate any further. And just like, you can't go any in there. That's where we experiment. Um, don't worry about it. So obviously Nancy's like, uh, I need to know more. Right. <laughs> Immediately. Um, so yeah, this is when we go back into the main house and immediately see a ghost <laughs> just like standing in this long hallway <laughs> Um, it seems to be this figure of a woman with a flowing long white dress and long white, like straight hair. Um, she's like standing on the stairs midway between the first and second floor. And in her hand is a glass tube dripping with dark blue liquid. And it's like dripping out all over the floor. Here's the thing. Can I interrupt you really quick, Quay? Please. Because obviously what's happening here, um, which was obvious to me from the get-go, and I assume is just supposed to be obvious, is that someone's faking a haunting so that they can try to acquire this secret formula or whatever. Um, That's obvious. What gets to me is, and this honestly gets to me in a lot of things, but I feel like other things have more things to explain this away, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. How it's possible for someone in full daylight, because by the way, it's full daylight, to see someone wearing just like a white nightgown with long white hair and just be like, that's a ghost. That's not a person. That's a ghost. It must be a ghost. Because when you see people in, there's never a point in time where I have seen a person and I've been like, that's a ghost. I'm like, that's a person. (laughs) Yeah. Your brain would not register you know anything I mean? other than that's a human being. <laughs> it's not even like she's not wearing a white sheet. Like she's clearly not masquerading as a ghost. There's nothing about it that's ghostly except for, I guess, the fact that stereotypically ghosts wear white nightgowns. Maybe. <laughs> so she just sees this woman with long white hair wearing a nightgown and is like, the ghost. 
How offended would you be if <laughs> if you weren't pretending to be a ghost? That was just your hair and just what you were wearing, and someone was screamed and ran out of the room, which is what which is what uh, the gardener and the assistant do. Right. <laughs> My God. And I feel I feel like Sorry. having the the blue liquid like vial dripping everywhere. It's really strange because it just it just indicates to us more like yeah that's the reason is that right. they're haunting us so that they can get that blue liquid. So is it yeah. did they find the blue liquid? Is that the like solution stuff that uh Mr. LaForge had had come up with right before he died or is this just like water with food coloring in it that they're using to like represent <laughs> this orchid uh. fluid? What what what? What? <laughs> orchid fluid that's one of the three words orchid fluid <laughs> that's gross <laughs> oh yeah yeah i'm right yeah. with you i don't fucking get it it doesn't get make it. any sense but no. yes like you said hendrix and kiki they're out of here they're terrified they run straight out the door um the ghost finishes descending the stairs turns down the hall and then disappears like under the stairway do you want to take it from here sure um nancy runs after it down into the basement but it's disappeared however in the basement there seems to be like a bunch of like i guess pots which nancy reaches into feels into the pots which ew dirt whatever um i guess sticks her finger in there feels the bulb realizes that this is an orchid so these are like unsprouted orchids okay she goes back up that also that has nothing to do with the mystery either right I don't know about you, but when I'm trying to get my plants to sprout, I keep them in complete darkness. Like, what the heck is that about? We never get an explanation for that. There's just... At at first, I'm like, marijuana grow operation in the basement? Oh, yeah. That's the only thing my brain goes to when I hear about plants in a basement. You know what I mean? But... Yeah, but it's dark in there. (laughs) But, like, Nancy, you're at a... Like, a... Not a farm. A garden. Like, a giant Mm -hmm. gardening operation. What do you think these flower pots filled with dirt have in them right it's just like so weird anyway um so nancy returns back upstairs to investigate the blue liquid which is dripped onto the floor it's gluey so nancy like assumes that it's like some kind of sap mixed with some kind of dye sure okay interesting assumption i don't know why you would see a blue liquid first of all be like i'ma touch it um (laughs) second of all be like "Mm, somewhat (laughs) sticky I know what this is. Not blackberry jam. Right. It's it's sap mixed with dye. What? Okay. Sure. All okay. right. Fine. Fine. Thanks, fine. Nancy. Um. So she goes upstairs, I guess, to investigate further, and then immediately goes into the master bedroom and immediately finds, which apparently no one else could find before, a table with a bunch of flasks, all with like bluish liquid inside, and numbered in what she assumes to be an order of experimentation. So, like, experiment one, two, three, four, five, six, whatever. Okay. And then a card with the formula of the secret special blue formula just sitting out on the desk. This was impossible to find. No one can solve this. Literally, like, the children of the LaForges came in and couldn't find it. We mentioned that at the beginning. Yeah. And it's just sitting on the desk. It's just right there. What? Amazing. Uh, um, yeah, 
Uh, so she also finds a laboratory upstairs, I guess, just right off the master bedroom that right. seems to have been recently used. So, yeah, Nancy surmises just immediately. She surmises from all this information that this ghost is a real person who's been working up here um, in this laboratory when they heard them come in, tried to do the ghost routine uh, to scare them off. And then when that failed, just like ran away. Yep. Five stars. Yep. Excellent plan. Mm-hmm. You take it. Sure. Oh, so Nancy takes a picture of the formula on the card, and Hendrix, who must have followed her upstairs, is like, what are you doing here? You can't be doing this. Tries to grab her camera, uh, but Nancy dodges him, runs back downstairs to find Carson. Um, she asks Carson if he thinks that Hendrix is up to something, and he's like, <laughs> honestly, yeah, I just don't know what. Kind of strange. He's up to something. She all, Yeah. <laughs> She also asks him if there is any woman associated with this mystery, because our ghost obviously is a woman, a human person who Nancy just assumes <laughs> just, is a ghost. Just a lady. <laughs> and Carson is like, yeah, actually, Kiki's wife worked for the LaForges as a secretary. Um, and when they died, she was left more money than the Hendricks were left. Um, and the Hendricks couple, they really resented this, so kind of kind of points to that so nancy goes back upstairs to investigate a little bit more and finds a white wig um i think it's like inside the desk drawer isn't it <laughs> which i guess she didn't open before when she was looking in the desk right right sure so well why would she open it the formula is sitting right there on top of the desk she didn't have to job's done why well, need to keep looking but uh, but inside this wig, she finds an ID number and the name of this beauty salon in River Heights. So, of course, we head right over to this beauty salon with Carson. Um, and Nancy learns by, like, uh, she's, like, asking the, the staff member for information. And Nancy, like, squints to see if she could get it. Um, and she sees that the name of the person on the card who'd ordered this wig was Hendrix. So, maybe. Okay. Mystery solved. <laughs> yeah. Nancy's working theory, which is. A pretty final theory, I feel like, <laughs> is that Hendrick's wife is playing the ghost so that they can get this blue formula, secret formula, and get the money that they believe that they are owed. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, okay, so Nancy decides to go back to the estate that night with Bess and George to investigate. After they make themselves dinner, they're just watching TV, which I guess is just what people did in 1983. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, then they hear a cat meowing outside. Nancy, like, looks and actually confirms that it's a cat meowing, so I have no idea what significance this is supposed to give us. It's not. Just they hear a cat making a weird voice outside. Um, and then the window rattles violently, even though there doesn't seem to be any wind. So Nancy goes back out to look and sees the same ghost that she saw before, like, dancing? Like, dancing outside? And then, like, takes a bow. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? This is supposed to be your ghost story. I'm so terrified. A woman. The, the woman is outside dancing in a wig. Wait, what? Um. Spooky yeah. Scary. Spooky. <laughs> um. So Nancy runs after her, and she starts to flee. Um, and they go on a bit of a chase, and she escapes, the ghost escapes, by running into the greenhouse and locking the door behind her. That's how you so, know it's a ghost, because it locked the door. 
It's just so clearly just a woman. And I just don't understand why we're like, the ghost. It's just clearly a woman in a long white wig. Yeah. Wearing a nightgown. I don't understand. There's none. She's not wearing white makeup. There's no spooky fog. There's, it's, there's nothing that makes us, that could make us think that this is a supernatural occurrence. It's literally just a woman standing there. When, I'm sorry, this is going to kill me forever. Even if it's at nighttime and I go outside and I see someone standing in the road, I'm not like, that's a ghost. It's clearly just a woman standing there in a wig or dancing <sighs> okay. there in a wig. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to stop harping on this. Okay. No, you're fine. So Nancy tries to get into the greenhouse, but she can't really. And then she can't find the ghost anywhere. So she decides to go back upstairs where the wig was before. She opens the drawer. The wig is there again. And she checks it and it's warm. So it's she knows warm. <laughs> First of all, ew. <laughs> Gross. How long Someone was she wearing this wearing, wig? Like, <laughs> sick. Oh my but, god. <laughs> oh my. But, but also, what we're supposed to assume has happened here is that someone has just put this wig on, run about, then looped back upstairs in the place where, by the way, Nancy, Bess, and George are staying. And then put the wig back in the same place in this random drawer. Why? Oh. I'm so confused. It would make so much more sense if Nancy was investigating, like, the Hendrix part, like, the Hendrix wing. But it's not. So, yeah, <sighs> whatever. Oh, okay. So. Um, so yeah, then a woman who Nancy assumes must be Mrs. Hendricks comes in wearing a nightgown, <laughs> which by the way, she just saw, oh, I just, this is just too much. Okay. She sees her come in wearing a nightgown and Mrs. Hendricks screams at Nancy for being a snooping meddling girl and says, she'll never know the real secret of this estate. Um, and she pushes Nancy out the door into the hall and locks herself in the bedroom with the wig, I guess, so that she can be alone with it. Um, Make it a little bit more warm. It's not warm enough yet. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Um, Weird. Okay. Be more suspicious, lady. Make it more obvious, please. In your Um, nightgown, holding your long white wig, and Nancy's not (laughs) jumping to accuse her by any means. Then the second most confusing thing happens in this book. Actually, this is, might be the most confusing thing or this story. Um, Nancy decides to call Carson and be like, hey, seems like Mrs. Hendricks is pretending to be the ghost. But when she picks up the phone, like someone's there, like on the line. That's so But the weird. phone didn't, didn't ring. Was someone just like on the line or like, are we supposed to assume that like Mrs. Hendricks was just on the line with this person after she just gave Nancy the runaround? I think it's that, like, it. she picked it up as it was starting to ring, so we just didn't hear the ring. But, like, somebody, oh. we just happened to answer it at the same time huh. someone, like, an incoming call was coming. Because it didn't, like, the person on the other end of the line doesn't seem like he's already spoken. You're right. Hendrix, it's not a continuing Nancy, conversation. Right, yeah, right, that's right. that's what's so odd about it. I'd understand if Nancy picked up the line and people were talking. But yeah, that's one thing. That's but they were just like, hello? What's happening? Like, <laughs> yeah. Someone's like, is this Mrs. Hendricks? She's like, uh, okay. Nancy plays along. 
that she is Mrs. Hendricks, right? So that he'll talk to her. And he says, whoever's on the line, that he's ready to accept her husband's offer. Nancy cleverly asks how he spells his name so that she can figure out who is on the line. And he says, Smythe, S-M-Y-T-H-E. Is that Smythe or Smith? I don't know. I thought it was Smith, uh, and I was like, it's so lucky that it's not the traditional spelling, because how suspicious <laughs> would that be if Miss Hendricks Smith. supposedly already knows his last name? <laughs> how do you spell your name? That's just like a hard one. I don't know. Oh, yeah. So, so Smythe or Smith, who knows? Um, and then he, and then after explaining that that's how he spells his last name, he then just says his full name and location. He says, Ed Smythe from Eastville. Yeah. <laughs> okay, right. cool. Thanks, dude. <laughs> now we know exactly who you are and where you're from. Why okay. didn't, is this Mrs. Hendricks? Yeah. Who's this? Like, why didn't she just <laughs> ask it that way? You know? It's, it's very confusing. This was published in what, 83, right? So like mm-hmm. how would how would she know who's calling? It's not like that was We've had a long standard. history of phone etiquette by 1983. Yeah. You know? I'm just that's why that's why I'm so confused at this situation because it's like Nancy doesn't pick up and say hello. She picks up and someone just starts talking. It's so, so weird. It's so weird. I don't get it. Anyway, mm. <laughs> you gonna take it. Sure. Uh, okay, so the next morning, Carson comes and tells them that he's figured out who this Ed Smythe the Smithy person is. He is the <laughs> owner of Eastville Greenhouses, which was a rival of the LaForge's greenhouse. Um, it seems as though the Hendricks are selling him the half-completed formula so that they can get this money or whatever. Um, Carson tells Nancy that he's going to go talk to Ed, but <laughs> Nancy should stick around here with Bess and George in case Hendricks ever does end up finishing the formula. She can be there. Um, So they go talk to Kiki in the greenhouse, and Nancy asks him if he's ever used a formula to alter the colors of the flowers before. (laughs) He's like, no, although I've wanted to try, um, I just, I don't have the formula, though, so how would I? (laughs) Um, Nancy shows him the part of the formula that she'd taken a picture of, and he agrees to try it. Um, So they go into the the no-admittance room, which turns turns out to be like a cold storage room and a spot for their experiments. Um, Whatever. (laughs) Nancy pulls out some bottles. Um, One of them has a a deep blue liquid in it, and one of them is a red liquid. Um, She pours them into a flask with some sap and is pointed when it comes out purple. It's almost like blue and red combined. Oh, my God. Make purple. (laughs) So Nancy's devastated to learn that this is not the solution. Nancy's devastated to learn the color wheel. Join us in the greenhouse ghost. Or Nancy learns about colors. Um, But outside, Bess and George notice that a woman is approaching them. Um, George warns out to run, or runs inside to to warn Kiki and Nancy. Um, And Kiki recognizes the woman as Mrs. Hendricks and locks her out of the cold room so that he and Nancy can keep working and finish what they're doing. Lots of shutting doors and locking them in this story so far. I know. Just to I like know. push Nancy out of the room, lock the door, lock the door of the cold storage, keep Mrs. Hendricks out. That'll keep her away. What a, sim- what a simple solution. <laughs> <laughs> Fixed. <laughs> Don't have to worry about that anymore. Uh, nope. Yeah. Uh, and she yeah, obviously is not very happy about this. She gets erased, starts banging on the door, and turns the temperature control in the room, which like the thermostat, I guess, is located on the outside of the door, turns it to freezing. 
Um, and she says that the door is now locked from the outside because obviously they have that kind of technology. Um, and the temperature cannot be changed until auto reset tomorrow. And she runs. Even off. though she just changed it. You yeah. can't do that. What kind of janky temperature setting is what this? What is this? Yeah. What is this? Do you want to finish it? Sure. Um, but it absolutely <laughs> doesn't matter because literally like immediately after, Bess and George are just able to switch it back to a normal temperature and open the door. So everyone's fine. Nothing yeah. bad happened. And then instead of just like, you know, calling the authorities and being like, hey, so this woman just locked us into a freezer to try to kill us. And also we think that she's probably trying to steal something that doesn't belong to her. Maybe you should arrest her and question her about that. Um, instead, what Nancy decides to do is that she is going to go back to the beauty salon, rent a similar wig, which she does, um, get a dress from home. And then that night, she goes out dressed up like, not, okay, I say like a ghost, but it's actually not like a ghost. She goes dressed up like, like just a woman in a white wig and a nightgown. Okay. Yep. Yep. And joins. She goes out on the lawn. The the. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me let me start over. Nancy, dressed as this quote unquote ghost, decides to go out onto the lawn where that night where the ghost already is dancing again because I guess that they just do this every night that the ghost just goes out onto the lawn to dance every night. Who is coming so, up that she's scaring away every night? I don't, I don't know. And you would think, you would think that if there are going to be like showings of the house and stuff, it would happen during the day, most likely. Mm-hmm. So people could see stuff. Right. Um, but, but so Nancy goes out in her own costume and then like dances next to her in her ghost costume. And this <laughs> frightens the ghost who is, Spoiler alert, Mrs. Hendricks, not spoiler alert, because we've known that the whole time. See, this scares who, Mrs. Hendricks. Who doesn't recognize Nancy somehow. And Nancy didn't like, recognize Miss Hendricks when she'd just seen the ghost previously, and then Miss Hendricks came up and shut her out of the room. Like, she what? just, she thinks that now this is a real, Mrs. Hendricks, who has been dressing up as a ghost, thinks that this is a real ghost <laughs> that looks just like her. And... Mm-hmm. And is scared and then runs into the house where she's confronted by Bess and George, followed by Nancy. And they're like, jigs up. We know you stole the formula and are trying to sell it. And then Mrs. Hendricks is like, no, I didn't. Mr. LaForge gave that to us. And Nancy is like, prove it in court. And then Kiki runs in and says, he finished the formula. And they all run out to see his beautiful dark blue orchid. Uh, the end. That's all it took in the end was just an extra 24 hours for Kiki and and they would figure out the formula. It wasn't that hard, apparently. Apparently. And Mm. also, okay, this is the thing is I'm just like, how do we how do we know this formula is half completed? Because Nancy literally looks at it and she because that's 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 the premise is that like this formula wasn't completed. It was half completed. So the Hendrix are trying to um, haunt this house so they have a longer time to complete the formula so that they can sell it right that's the premise but here's my issue and nancy sees the card and just assumes that this formula is half completed 
even though she says she has no idea really what she's looking at when she looks at the card because she doesn't right. know what oh. it means. How do you know it's half completed? Also, if it's a half completed formula, why are the Hendrick just leaving it there? Why didn't they take it, remove it, and then like hmm. work on it somewhere else? It's clearly not that complicated if all you're doing is mixing some dyes and saps. Hmm. So why do you, I mean, presumably because the laboratory is there and all set up fine, okay, but like, what, you could do that somewhere else and not have to create this elaborate ruse to haunt this farmhouse. Then also, why do you have to finish it to sell it? Surely you could finish, you could sell it to anybody and be like, this is a half finished formula. Yeah. You can finish it because you're also a professional in this field and you should know more about that than we do. Right. That's mm. and would be able That's to hire scientists or whatever to I don't know whatever botanists or whatever to to finish it. Uh, you know it's bizarre. This whole story is bizarre. It don't track. No. Oh. Also, can we talk about how how when Nancy goes into the no admittance room, this cold room storage with Kiki to work on the formula? They're not. She doesn't. We're not using the formula. She literally no. just pulls some random bottles <laughs> out of this fridge. It's like all like blue and red make the... purple. What Darn is it. this? <laughs> Nancy's playing scientist and she has no idea what she's doing. Clearly. Like, I could it's be like a I botanist. would understand if they said that Kiki went into the fridge and pulled out some bottles and started mixing them. That would make more sense because maybe right. he knows a little bit about what, what bottles represent what chemicals or whatever. But oh my gosh. Wow. 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 Yeah. Let's see. Bess and George in this are completely just prop, prop yeah. characters. They, they don't literally do don't do anything. There, There's no point for them to be there. Hey, they turn off the air conditioning in the freezer. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's true. <laughs> Nancy needed someone to rescue her from yeah. there. Um, though it could have been, been Carson. Yeah. Could have been yeah. Carson. So I don't get it. Um, yeah. And Nancy doesn't get the house in the end. That was a bizarre joke, if it was a joke. <sighs> it was definitely weird. Um, although speaks to a level of wealth of the Drews, and also I think of the housing market in 1983, that that was even a possible joke to have been made. Right. Um, for an eighteen year for an eighteen year old parent to buy them a home. Good grief. She doesn't even like she lives with Carson. She doesn't need yeah, she does oh. like <sighs> what? Okay. Well, um, all right, Carson. I'm also confused because um <clears throat> in the very beginning, the first time Nancy sees the ghost, the ghost runs down the stairs and disappears. But then Nancy goes back upstairs. And immediately opens the drawer, and the wig is there. Hmm. Yeah. So, She'd already run upstairs, put the wig away, is, ran away, and she like back? double back somewhat. Yeah, and put she the wig. She must have triple backed almost Why? to like. Oh. Yeah. For what reason? It's wild. It's this is a wild story. Um, makes no sense. Not fun to read. No flair. No spice. Nothing spooky. No mystery. This. This does not even qualify as a story, in my opinion, no. because it's just like if I 
if I told you this, this is how the story goes. Um, if, if I were to write a, a story in this style, it would go like this. I woke up in the morning at seven. I went into the kitchen. I made tea. I ate breakfast. Then I found uh, a fly on the wall. I killed the fly. The end. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's yeah, the that's style a better in which story. This story is written. So dry, so mm-hmm. painful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was the greenhouse ghost. Did we do flashlights for the ranking for last year? I don't remember what we did, but I don't zero. know. But I would literally give it zero flashlights. Yeah. No illumination. No. Nothing about it is good. No. Um, no illumination. I like that. Yeah. Ugh, too bad. I, I too bad indeed. I I hope, uh, regular Drews, my hope for your Halloween is that you go out and you find something spooky. Uh for today to make up for this lack of spook in this Nancy Drew book. You know what? I you know what I think would be a good plan for Halloween. Watch watch the Nancy Drew TV show. There's a whole bunch of ghosts on that. Yeah, um, that's true. There you go. That would be a fun little Halloween uh, activity, Nancy Drew activity for you. Reading this short story, not, not one so of them. Much. No. <laughs> Happy Halloween, regular Drew. So are your party so lame. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, accurate. Oh, oh well. well. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah. Happy Halloween. Go enjoy it. Get spooked. I don't know. And next Halloween, hopefully, we'll be a little spookier. We'll do we'll better. Do, we'll we do will. what we can. Yeah. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, see you regular, Drews. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Happy Halloween. Thank you for listening to Regular Nancy Drew. Email us at regularnancydrew at gmail.com. If you like this episode, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at regularnancydrew and Twitter at regularnd. You can also support us on Patreon. Patrons at the $3 level vote on upcoming episode topics and get exclusive access to our Scoop Sesh series. And all patrons receive early access to each episode as well as weekly bonus content. And to all you regular Drews out there... Thanks for listening. listening.